BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey guys, it's Gwen. And you are listening to Glam Squad Confidential, the podcast where we talk to the best and brightest of Hollywood support staffs, makeup artists, hairstylists, manicures, you name it. We have a very special guest today. But before I get to our special guest, of course, I couldn't chat about beauty or anything without my co-pilot, Mr. Travis Cronin on the mic. Oh, hello. Ready for takeoff, Gwen. You know, I really like when your seatbelt is fastened, your tray table is up. I know you know how to do it. <laughs> it sure is. Blow here on your inf- infiltration device. <laughs> now, Travis, you've been having a fun summer. You were up at the Great Lakes at your dad's house and you and your betrothed, you just like were in a band with your father. Just give us a little snippet of that. Yeah, my dad's in a band. So he is a band. My fiance plays the keyboards in it. And then we do like a Disney Broadway sing along where he plays the piano and I pretend like I play the drums, but I more just smile and hit cymbals. Nice. Well, I like it. I mean, I like that, you know, you, you're you in your lane, but you're kind of, you're, you're, you're exploring. Now I do have to say you're, your fiance, like now, when did you guys get engaged? How long are you engaged now? Because time has just gone away. When we, we got engaged last November, and our yeah. date is not till September 16th, 2023. So, great. like, just under two years from betrothal to wedding. Gives me just enough time to get into perfect shape to fit into my perfect dress for your perfect wedding. Great. But, you know, here's the thing, Trav. We all kiss a lot of frogs. Right? Like we've all talked about Fox, but when you found Kev, who I like to call okay, thanks, Kev, because that's his Instagram, <laughs> he was like your perfect match. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're from the same town. We had never met. We just clicked more than anyone. And anyone who sees us together is just like, wow, this makes me so happy. But also, you know, a lot went into it with you guys. Like a lot of it was timing because you met like right at the beginning of the pandemic, you know. And I just think that I've always said this to you and to all of, you know, the friends who will listen to any of my advice, but I I feel like it's like relationships and really anything in life. It's all about timing and choices. For sure. But, you know, I I was talking about this a lot about Jennifer, Jennifer Affleck. I mean, do you believe it's like now it's just ingrained in my brain? (laughs) And Ben Affleck with a dear friend of mine who is a repeat guest. Yay! On Glam Squad Confidential and our last podcast, Get Trust With Us. So I had to have her come on because she's one of the foremost relationship experts in the world. Um, of course, it's none other than Roy Sassoon, who Woo! is 
a matchmaker extraordinaire. She was on The Real Housewives of New York City because she was a friend of, I believe Ramona was trying to set her up, but he's the co-founder of the Platinum Poor um, high-end matchmaking service in New York and um, all over the country, and the author of The Art of the Date. And also my dear friend, and we were just talking recently about like what led to this successful, okay, dating, engagement, and like marriage that seems so perfectly perfect. So, hey, Rory, we're going to talk more about that. Let's chat. Hey, guys. Gwen, thank you so much for having me. Travis, nice to see and hear you again. <laughs> Back at you, Rory. So great. So great. So, you know, Rory, first of all, when we were, we were having this like really fun ladies who lunch that Rory organized and invited me to, and it was just really fascinating to hear, you know, real women, gorgeous, successful, real women in the city and all of the issues and troubles that they experience with dating. But we started talking about Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. And I said to Rory, I was like, listen, this was, this was timing, right? Like it was like, A-Rod sort of had that emotional affair. He was caught texting with another woman. Then the pandemic happened. Like, of course, this set the stage for like an old flame to come back into your life. And Rory, like you agreed with me, but you said, but that's not the only thing. No, for sure. First of all, I believe, and it is quoted from Jennifer Lopez, Jennifer Affleck, should we say, (laughs) that... Ben was her first real heartbreak. You know, she's freaking Jennifer Lopez. I mean, I'm going to go back to the J-Lo, Jenny from the block. And she could have anyone. You know, she's had multiple relationships. And she said in her halftime Netflix show mm-hmm. that everyone was so obsessed more with her love life than with her talent, like who she is as a person. And you saw as her life has played out in the media, in the public, we saw all her relationships from, I would say, the starter husbands. OK, mm-hmm. say the first two are definitely starter husbands. And when she was dating Ben Affleck, do you know that he broke up with her? She I did not break that. up with him. I forgot yeah. about that. So Me too. He dumped her, huh? He dumped her. And I think for her ego and even for her heart, because it really came down to her heart, right? That like he was her first real heartbreak. It was so it was the guy who got away. But think yep. about this for a second, guys. I mean, she ended up when that happened and that relationship crashed and burned back in 2004, right? Mm -hmm. She ended up, the next thing we find out, she's with Mark Anthony, she's married to him. Like when the hell, who saw that coming? Although I heard from a private source that they were really good friends. It's not like, you know, and he's always loved her. So it was kind of like the safety net. And I think that at that time, listen, We're all guilty of it. A lot of us are, you know, when you have that relationship for so long and then you break up, you feel that emptiness inside you. So you feel like you want to fill that void. And if there's someone there loving you from afar for so long, it's like, well, maybe this is what's meant to be. Like, maybe this is going to mend my broken heart. So here they are. They came from the same culture, right? They're both Latina. They both have that whole thing going on. They had two beautiful kids, twins, Max and Emmy, that we all know, right? The whole world does. Yes. And that relationship, obviously, she was married for seven years. It's not like it was like, you know, like a Chris Humphreys deal. No, like 72-day <laughs> situation, you know? And it didn't work out. I think she was a little bit, you know, devastated and heartbroken, like another failed marriage. But listen, one thing I love about JLo, she always has, she loves love, right? And she's never giving up on love. And I do really admire that about her. 
Um, and then you saw her go to um, the backup dancer. What was his name? Chris. Oh, Chris right. Judd. Chris Smart. Casper Chris Judd. Chris Judd. Yes. Yeah. Casper Smart was the guy that she was with after Mark Anthony. Yep. She got her groove back, right? Oh, like, you know. Yes. Casper and, Smart. Oh, I forgot you know. about Casper Smart. Thank you yes, for bringing no. that guy. That was a big deal back then, right? Like, but come on, Gwen. You're a power woman. You know this. You're not respecting a guy who you feel like you're dating down, right? Like, that's just, like, not making sense at all. Never going to make so, We're not right. 19 anymore. Totally. And here she is, someone who was, like, nearing 50. It was not a good look. And here comes A-Rod. Now we're like, oh, my goodness, ultimate power couple. This is the world's excited. Yet then again, she's within someone who is Latina, sticks within the culture. We know how important that is to her. So that all made sense, right? until he went screwed it up right? right and i think also she was the bigger star oh, was, right like she was she was i mean she is right you know mm -hmm. i mean she's an earner right so he's an earner and i think what they really saw in each other is that they could make a ton of money they could have all these business deals and they're and be a power couple exactly yeah. be a true power couple until he screwed it up but I do believe that I think one of the reasons why, and you know, people say once a cheater, always a cheater. I mean, listen, we don't need to get into that unless you want to. But <laughs> I will say that I think his ego, it's like he became part of the entourage. Think about it. She performed at the Super Bowl. She was the superstar. And yeah. I think for someone like A-Rod, his ego could not handle that, right? Like he was yeah. like, what's going on? Now he's getting attention from this little reality TV star and he got caught, right? <laughs> Where Jennifer was like, I'm not having this as I don't blame her, right? She totally. should not. No woman should take that. I'm I'm like, you are, like, do you ever hear from people about these like emotional affairs, even if it's not consummated and who knows if it was or if it wasn't. But if your guy is texting with someone. But Gwen, let me ask you a question. <laughs> You're A-Rod, okay? Yeah. People cannot wait for this kind of juicy material. You need to be not like a normal person. Right. Because like normal people, no one gives a damn. Like who are you sure. doing? Who are you cheating? What are you doing? But when you're with a mega star like that, of course. Although you need to be really super smart in what you're doing and just don't do it at all. And right? how dumb that he was doing it with a reality star. That's what I'm saying. Like how thirsty are they? How thirsty are they? You're right. Come on, right? Fast forward, she breaks up with him. He's, you know, Ben Affleck's single from, I know that he had broken up with Jennifer Garner from a while before that. But listen, Ben is not like the end will be all as far as what I want to say is that he's a lot like yeah. she really must love him to deal with all the demons and things that he has dealt with. Okay. Because she took that on. It was the love of her life. I truly believe that. And as you've heard, her mother has come out publicly saying that Ben was, you know, is the, one. the love of her life. So listen, timing, like you said before with Travis, like it's like, it is everything. And I think that this was their time. Amazing. All right. But what do you think about her taking his name? Because she's it. never taken her name with anybody else. I love it. I think it really means you're in it for the real deal. Like you're the real deal. Like you're really in it. You're, you're not caring that you're Jennifer Lopez. You're able to like, be like, you know what? Let Ben, let him be the man. Let him be the man. In a marriage, not everyone, but the old traditional way is that the woman takes the man's last name. 
So good for her that this means so much to her, more than her fame, more than her fortune. Listen, if she's all about love, this is part of that. Right. Do you think that this is her signaling to the world? There's not, there's not going to be a divorce. This is the one I'm going to keep this one because I'm going so far as to make that statement, like right off the bat. Do you think that means? Yeah. Yes. And yes, 100% because it is a big deal to show that, you know what? I want this to be my man. I want to be the woman. I want this to be the leader. I want this to be my man. And that's as a traditional woman, I want to take, I love this person so much. And I believe in this relationship so much that I am willing to forego, let's say my last name and start anew. And I'm Jennifer Affleck. And you know or, or do you think it's because in the eyes of the world, she's so much more of a bigger star and this is her way of making him feel more secure. Well, I think that's being strategic with what you're saying. And I'm <laughs> sure she has her PR team that is telling her what to do, what not to do. But I think Jennifer also kind of like really rolls with her heart. And I feel like that's why she locked it down when we spoke about why she going yeah. to get married. No one knew Went to Vegas did all that. She was like, I'm not letting this guy go again. I am going to freaking show him how much I want him, how he means the world to me. Let's lock it down. Listen, that was one of the big reasons why I think they broke up in the first place. Their wedding was turning into a media circus. That's right. Good for her, she was like, I'm locking this guy down. This is what I'm doing. I'm taking his last name. No big fancy party yet. Let them do that later. But he's in the mood. He wants to get married. She did not want a chance for any cold feet of any kind. But yeah. Travis, did you hear that her first husband, the starter, yeah. I mean, poor guy, Ojani Noah, like... The poor starter husband, he is speaking out that he he's saying there's no way she's going to stay married to this guy. Yes, I did see that. And we had some sources telling us that, you know, Ben and Jen are super happy together, but sources are worried um, close to her that she's not going to be able to keep him clean and sober. And they have this whole huge getting back together. They're wildly in love. But when things sort of start to settle down, that maybe the same issues that he's had since they were engaged the first time and when he had with Jennifer Garner and by himself might rear their ugly heads. So while I think Jennifer's first husband was just being a hater and trying to tear him down, I think that there could be a little bit of truth to what he's saying. I just don't think he knows the truth and what he's saying. True, true, all true. Okay, so Rory, you are, you know, one of New York City's premier high-end matchmakers but now you're going to start offering your services right to like anybody because you're going to be doing not just the matchmaking but relationship coaching which i thought was like really cool when you told me that even for married couples you want to give relationship advice without calling it like marriage counseling it's just about like keeping your relationship fresh so tell us a little bit about about that initiative so um, thank you so much, by the way, for, uh, you know, mentioning that. And, you know, my partner and I are also the co-author of The Art of the Date, but we are coming out with, uh, probably by the holiday time, The Art of Marriage. Um, and it is advice for couples who are together. Everybody has a different kind of marriage, right? Like, you know, sex in the city, like Carrie Bradshaw said, you know, she sees her husband on certain days and then they get, they have their, you know, time with their friends on certain days. So we're talking about the traditional marriage, but it's what the marriage that works for you, right? Like some oh. people don't need a piece of paper. It's about, a, it's a contract. It's a commitment. 
So something like that, we're trying to like be available for everyone. And it's not necessarily, do you need to be married? Because I'm not a therapist or a doctor. I'm someone who has experience in this field day to day. I'm dealing with single people, married people, people who are not only talking the talk, but walking the walk, right? So yeah. I want to be able to be available to everyone. So if somebody needs something, they can talk to me without feeling like I'm coming from a clinical point of view. And would that be like a virtual appointment, like almost like a teletherapy kind of thing where people could call you or do a video chat? And obviously so, that's like be by the hour or some such. It's not the same. Course. You know, when someone hires you for matchmaking, it's like a retainer fee, which is exactly. different. Everyone can do that. Yeah. Right. So in this, um, with this service, it's $500 for the hour. It can be whatever. Listen, I'm, you know, based in New York City, right in Midtown Manhattan. So anybody who wants to come in, I welcome that. You know, sometimes it's the one-on-one. You really get to feel the energy of the person and them of you. And of course, like I've, you know, been, you know, working with people who are from Boston, LA, Miami, um, all over. So it's just really the person's preference. And do you feel like it's mostly people who are dating who seek advice or married people? It's both. Yeah. Because you got to keep that relationship spicy. Now, what advice would you give Mrs. Jennifer Affleck to keep things happy and true in the first six months, let's say? Well, I think it's always good for any couple, whether you're Jennifer Affleck or me and you and Travis. You know, it's always good. <laughs> to like check in with your partner in your relationship. Isn't it good to like, some people think of therapy as something negative where it's the opportunity to really talk and speak and have your voice to say, you know what? I'd really love to improve this in our relationship. Like almost like doing like a mental check-in. Why shouldn't we do that twice a month to say, here's your opportunity to speak about what we can make better. Like, we don't want to be negative, right? We want to say, you know what, I, honey, I really love this about you. I really appreciate it. But you know what? In my personality, I've evolved in this way or that way. And I'd really love to kind of, you know, change what's happening in our relationship. Maybe we need to make more time for each other. Maybe we need to have, instead of calling it a date night, an us night, something that us, we do together. It's like our thing. And, you know, sexually, how, you know, people always say this, you know, one of the questions at the table, Gwen, if you remember, was I've been with my husband for a long time. I want to be able to spice up the intimacy, right? So that's a conversation that really needs to happen because people get emotionally, they get lazy. You know, they're like, oh, it's good. It's fine. But I'm not ecstatic. That's what is the problem why people sometimes when they don't really have, let's say, a problem, but they get bored in their relationship. Well, people can try to, you know, kind of go off the road in a sense. Right. Well, speaking of speaking of a couple who don't seem to have any problem with sexual intimacy and keeping it spicy. Courtney Kardashian, Travis Barker. How do you know? How do you know? (laughs) What do you think of that union, Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker? I love them together. Absolutely love them. And I want to say, listen, you know what? You saw Courtney in different relationships in the past. This is not her first rodeo. Right. Okay. You've seen her with that guy, Eunice. You've seen her with Scott. You've seen her with a couple of others, but obviously Scott being, you know, the significant other in her life and the father of her children. Courtney was a very different person. You know, it's funny. I was just saying this today, you know, Different people bring out different sides of us. We're not the same person with everyone. 
right? right? You've seen Courtney happy, light, excited, not needing to be the boss of everything, not the one that's being the control freak. She's sexy. She's fun. She's just enjoying herself. She's letting, she trusts Travis. He is so doting and loving and romantic that it's like they can't get enough of each other. And I think that's so beautiful. And it's but not like, BS. Like, it's real. You feel their chemistry. Absolutely. I mean, it certainly, you know, has felt to all of us who have to kind of go along on these relationships. <laughs> and we have, right? We have, we've, we've we have no choice but to have a front row seat. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, it does really feel like the, the, the happiness, the joy, the love that does feel really real, but we have talked a lot about on our other podcasts and in this podcast, how she does morph into whoever she's dating, certainly from a beauty and fashion standpoint. Mm -hmm. Um, but maybe what you're saying is that it's okay to take, take on the those. characteristics of your partner as long as there is a part of you that stays true to yourself and what would that part be well look you know what i think that if it's something about fashion something that's so shallow in a sense right <laughs> like taking surface off level true right like you're becoming more rocker chic like if that's what she's like into like by all means but i have to say as long as your value system and who you are as a person doesn't change because you're trying to be a chameleon to really kind of change to the way that person is, their hobbies, their life, their values, that's a problem. Right. I don't really think that in Courtney's case that that's happening, they're really both about family. You can mm -hmm. see the kind of dad that Travis is to his mm -hmm. own children and how he is to hers. And I think that they, listen, they, she said it and they came out saying it, they've been friends for a long time. They genuinely, Gwen, they definitely, they like each other as people. You know, I always tell people, the end yeah. of the day, it's not love. You have to like the person first. Because if you like the person, that's a relationship that at least has the opportunity to not only survive, but thrive as well. How about Chloe and the whole surrogate debacle? Like, with this, I mean, right? Like, Gwen, I think Chloe needs to call me. I mean, Chris <laughs> Jenner, where are you, honey? You need to be able to call me. I mean, we need to, like, get Chloe with the right person because really... At the end of the day, it's like, how many times could this guy, Tristan, make a fool of her? And not for anything. What bothers me more is that this is still the mother of your child. Have some damn respect. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, remember, Travis, when you told her to run? That was a while ago. <clears throat> Tristan, third trimester, Thompson. I don't know why nobody listened to you. I don't yeah. know why I listened to you, Travis. I do. All right. Are there any other celebrity couples that you have your eye on, Rory, that you think are kind of like a great model for real people? Well, it's not Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really? Why not? Oh, my goodness. I need I to think love, about that. So speaking you know, of Amber and Johnny, I loved how Kate Moss went and testified for Johnny, even though it's been so many years that they split up. I don't think that they had the most acrimonious breakup. I mean, they were really young, but like, you know, she was like, I'm just going to go kind of stand up for someone who I once knew and, and loved and, and have a certain amount of respect for it. Right. Really the name of the game. I think, what do you think? I mean, besides looking amazing, looking great, taking good care of yourself. What do you think is the number one thing you need to have in a relationship? 
So I think you cannot in any relationship, Gwen, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a romantic relationship or a business relationship, you need respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T, baby. That's (laughs) what you need because respect gives us boundaries, right? So if we, if I respect you, right, as a friend, as a woman, as a person, there are certain things, Gwen, I would never do because I would not want to lose that respect from you. It's the same thing in a romantic relationship. Like I always said, respect gives us boundaries and those are certain things. We're never going to break those boundaries because we really don't want to hurt that person. Right. So one can live without that. And then, of course, we trickle right down to like trust. Right. So if you respect someone, you're not going to want to lose their trust. Exactly. Exactly. Well, guys, I don't think there's any other advice. You know, you guys are so, so lucky. We had Rory for close to half an hour and she's not charging you anything. And we just got all the amazing advice. So thank you so much. It is always such a pleasure to have you join us. Your tips are like beyond. And I just love that you get as excited as we get talking about what happens in Hollywood. So thank you so much, Rory. Guys, the book is- Thanks, Gwen. The Thanks, Art uh, and you can find more about Rory's um, agency at uh, Platinum Poor. Is it just PlatinumPoor.com? Yes, or my Instagram at Rory Says Soon. Oh, I love your Instagram. It is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, guys. You got to check it out. All right. Thank well, you. with that, uh, you know, everybody have a great week. We wish you some amazing dates. Don't make the mistakes that Chloe's making and um, go to usmagazine.com slash stylish for more celebrity beauty tips and tricks all week long. And until next time, stay gorgeous. <laughs>